Welcome to the Brandon Bloom Podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. Hey, hey, Bloomers. Welcome back to the Brandon Bloom Podcast. Get ready to nerd out on marketing because I have my friend and fellow marketing specialist, Haley Luckadoo on air. Hey, girl. Hi, so excited to be here. Yes. Let's nerd out. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Oh my gosh. I know I asked you to come on the podcast and you're like, what should we talk about? I'm like, all the things. There's so much, but <laughs> I just need to vent about this industry with someone else out there who also sees it. And you know, you have your own community. I have my own community. So I'm just so curious if since we last spoke, I know I was on the Females on Fire podcast. You yeah. guys, that's that's Haley's podcast. Go check it out. It's so awesome. Um, so I know when I was on yours, we sort of talked about foreseeing trends for this year and now we're kind of in it and we're like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm just, yeah, we're going to, we're going to talk about quite a few things, but before we start, Haley, why don't you tell listeners a bit about you and, uh, what you're up to? Yes. Oh my gosh. So I am a marketing coach. I'm a motivational speaker, obviously the host of females on fire and never set out to do that at all. Um, any of that actually. Uh, so I had a really crazy start into business where I was actually in college. Um, this was like seven years ago. I was about to go into my last year of college. I had finally, after nine major changes, uh, settled on a criminal justice major. I was going to be a lawyer. (laughs) That was going to be my thing. Um, I was engaged to a guy I had been dating since early into high school. Um, we were going to get married that summer. We were going to go into our senior year together. Life was going to be good. And literally in the same, like two week time span, one month before our wedding, he was like, Nope, can't do it. And called it off. And literally like a week or two later, I got a letter from my college that was like, Hey, by the way, that financial aid you have that is letting you go to school here. Yeah. Well, we're going to cut it. So if you can't come up with thousands of dollars that we know you don't have, uh, in the next like month, then don't come back. (laughs) And so everything that in my mind made up my future, you know, the guy, the degree, the degree that was going to lead to the job, the guy that was going to lead to the family, like all of this stuff was just gone. And You know, I, I took my time. I wallowed in it. I cried my eyes out on my mom's couch and didn't shower for like six days. Like we can all, you know, (laughs) um, so went through all of that and got to this point where, you know, I was back in my own apartment and everything just felt so weird and wrong. And, um, I had been working several jobs just kind of to, make money to pay my rent and do that kind of stuff. But it was nothing I really loved or cared about, you know? And I know sometimes you have to work just to work, but I was like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Like I I can't. And the only skill that I felt like I really had was that I had just planned my own wedding, even though it didn't happen. I didn't Ah. execute it. I planned it. And so I was like, well, I have a lot of friends getting married. So let me see if they'll just pay me a little money. I'll help them plan their weddings. It'll keep me on my feet, keep the lights on until I can figure out something else. Within six months, I could not take on any more wedding planning clients. 
And I went, huh, I'm running a business. Maybe I should like figure out how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I started diving into marketing and social media and all these things. And fast forward a bunch, uh, about three years in, I started what now is Lucky Do Media Company. And um, that started out as sort of a virtual assistant gig that I got just helping people with social media. And it's transitioned over the years into what it is now, which is a full-on marketing agency. And I get to coach really incredible people. That led me to have conversations with really incredible women on the podcast. The podcast led me to speaking and I found a huge passion in getting to get on stage and motivate an audience and ultimately had to shut down the wedding planning company because everything (laughs) else was going so well. So it's been, it's been a seven year ride of just a dream come true that I never actually dreamed about, if you know what I mean. And, um, very soon into that journey, um, found my now husband and we've been married for, for over five years. So it's just, it's, it's all working out. (laughs) Yes. Hell yes. Life works in such mysterious ways. Doesn't it? Very (laughs) mysterious. Oh my gosh. When I just like felt your emotion when you were talking about, you know, that, that one week where you lost the financial aid and the fiance, and it was just kind of, I've been in a moment like that, you know, and it feels like the end of the world. It's like so hard to get out of that, but you pulled yourself right out and you're like looking inward and you're like, here's what I'm good at. And I'm going to try it. (laughs) And that's how you got here. I mean, like you have so many followers, so many clients, (laughs) like so many downloads on your podcast. I'm like, seven years is impressive. And I'm just so proud of you. So, um, thank you for sharing all of that. That's probably my favorite part of the podcast is when I have people just talk about their journey. And I do that so that all of you listeners can start to visualize, you know, your own journey in your life. And, um, I know that that failure or that fear of starting is scary for so many people, but you are just another prime example of someone who just like rolled with the punches. (laughs) You have to, I think you have to, you know, I know we're going to talk all about marketing and everything, but yeah, I just, it's crazy. Like most, all all of us have a moment like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And most of those moments end up being the thing that propelled us into what we do or what we're passionate about or that person we're with, or, you know, whatever those good things are that worked out for us. So, you know, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Sometimes how stuff works out. And in the moment, like you said, you, you can't see how it's going to be for you, but it almost always is. And that's how I feel right now. And I know a lot of other business owners feel coming like, up like out, I don't want to say out of the pandemic because we're still right. in it, but like it's this up and down that's constant. And I'm off of it a little bit. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like a lot of business owners are feeling those feelings of doubt and fear that are like, do I even keep going? You know, is this worth it? I'm, you know, my clients are here, my customers are here and then they're gone. And, you know, I don't know if I can keep this going. So I'm curious now, you know, Um, I get this question all the time on my client mastermind calls. It's like, what's happening? Where do my people go? And I'm like, it's just (laughs) like, it's not you. It's definitely not not you you. at all. It's the world. (laughs) Yeah. But you finding ways to adapt like you did and the examples that you gave are how you are successful. You know, your success is 
a hundred percent your responsibility. And, um, it's just a matter of trying new things like you have throughout your entire career. And, you know, I've done that too. And it's so scary because, um, you know, especially for me, I'm like, I like to say I'm like a recovering perfectionist because, Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) Oh my God. We all, uh, in the corporate world. Yeah. In the corporate world, we're just primed for that, you know, and like the working world, it's like, do everything the right way and ask little questions. And I don't know, but being on your own is a totally different ball game and it requires you to just keep your finger on the pulse. So on that note, um, I wanted to talk a bit about trends because I personally feel like there's a lot going down in the marketing world that others are starting to catch on to. I mean, others like small business owners, makers, um, people who aren't necessarily as deep into the marketing industry as we are. And, you know, that's like our job is to keep the finger on the pulse and know what's going on all the time. Um, I personally feel that there is a huge shift coming with social media. Um, People are really starting to see it. And I want to bring this up because I've noticed among my followers and my, you know, the Bloom Crew community and my, um, just everyone that I've worked with and I've connected with specifically on Instagram and Facebook are really starting to pull back now. Like they're tired. Um, there's too much up and down with, I, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with COVID-19 response, you know, now that people are getting vaccinated, more people are offline. So it's shifting things, but I'm just so curious if your community is kind of reacting the same way, like what you're seeing, I personally have just been kind of taking a step back myself just to observe, um, you know, these social platforms change every second of the day. So I'm curious, Hales, like what is going on with your people? I, I think you're right for sure, because you're seeing so often those posts, right. Where somebody's like taking a hiatus from social media, right? Like you're seeing that all the time. You're seeing people take week-long breaks that they never would have taken before where they're not just on a vacation or, or doing whatever. They're literally just like, I got to get off Instagram for a week or I got to get mm-hmm. off whatever. So we're seeing that more and more and more. And I think it's going to become a little bit more common, but with that and in that, I also think it creates this call for us as marketers, as content creators to have to be better with our content. Mm. Like if people aren't going to be on as much, if they're not going to be paying attention as much, but there are more people on the platforms, let's face it. They're growing every day. There's more and more and more people getting on social media. We've got more people, but at the same time, people spending less time than the content that they do see from you. It's gotta be good. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something that can really make a good impression just right off the bat. And yeah. so I think where we're going to kind of see a little bit of the shift that you were talking about and where we're going to maybe see a lot of business owners struggling a little in the beginning is with selling on social media, totally like actually selling your offers, your products, your services, because we've been taught, we've been, it's been ingrained in us that in order to prime our audience to buy, we have to show up every single day. Mm-hmm. And we've got to kind of have this almost buildup 
of our content, right? So we've got to give and give and give and give. And then maybe we just sort of mention our offer and then we give and we give and we get, and we keep doing this. And we just sort of start building up on talking about it really slowly. We do all the lives, we do all the posts. You got to get in on reels now, like all these things, right? Mm -hmm. And then we launch. And then hmm. they come by and we go like ham on the launch with like not, not talking about anything else, but the launch, right. And yep. we do two lives a day <laughs> and we, we go crazy with this strategy of launching. Right. And I think that's not going to work anymore. In my personal opinion, I, I don't see it working because we, as the creators are too burnout <laughs> to do all that mess. We, we don't have time for it. We can't do it. And our audience is not going to be paying that much attention mm -hmm. and they're not going to want that much content, especially that filler content in between where we're giving value, but we're really just kind of putting filler content out there between when we mm -hmm. promote our offer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it's, it's creating that call for us to have to really learn how to be very good at sales in the moment. And also be really incredible at creating content that has a purpose. Yeah. So that, those are great points. Yeah. That those are fantastic points. I know selling is so hard for people because, you know, even just, gosh, I want to say three years ago, we were still living in this little bubble where we could post something to Instagram and say, this is now available, like click the link to buy. And it's just not like that anymore with, you know, the release of reels and all these other features where people are getting so creative. So I feel like selling has just become really intimidating for people. And they're still in that mindset of like, okay, if I don't get enough likes on this one post that I shared about a new product, you know, I don't get any sales from that, then this isn't working for me. But yeah. I think I'm finding people are hesitant and afraid to try new things mm -hmm. because they're intimidated by things like video, but video is like where it's at video and yeah. audio, oh, right? Sure. Would you say? Yeah, for sure. Well, I also think too, that people are just overwhelmed, right? Yeah. hundred percent. Oh of, my God. Think about it. You were talking about, you know, three years ago, we were in this bubble where you could just post and say, Hey, link in bio or swipe yeah. up in your stories. If you have <laughs> that option, you know, like yeah. it was simple, right? We had our feed, we had our stories. This is what we did with the feed. This is what we did with the stories, mm -hmm. link in bio to purchase. You could have followers who have followed you for a while that you have no relationship with, but because they follow you, they know you and they'll buy from you. Right. It's mm -hmm. not that simple anymore. Now we yeah. just with Instagram alone, you've got reels, you've got stories, you've got the feed on the feed. You can do carousel posts, or you can do the stagnant posts, or you can do little videos. You've got IGTV, you've got lives, you've got the little guides, which I don't think anybody even understands. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's making their own filters. It's shoppable. Uh, now there's, you've got to have a hashtag strategy. You got to have engagement strategy. You got to have good content. I'm out of Lord. breath just talking about it. Like, mm -hmm. and so you, I think people are so overwhelmed where they're like, I want to create good content. I have ideas. I kind of feel like I know how to sell, but where do I even start? Do I just post stories? Do I do a reel? Do I need to do all of this? Mm -hmm. It's very overwhelming. And that's just Instagram. Yeah. That's not even talking about all the new features of Facebook or Pinterest or, you know, whatever else. So I think people are just overwhelmed, but I do yeah. agree with you. I feel like video and, and audio, social audio, especially we're moving into that space even more, which is funny because 
Mm-hmm. It's not new, right? People used to yeah. listen to the radio all the time. It's not new, but it's, it's new in the way that we're doing it. And I think those two tools, the video and the audio, they are becoming so popular. They are becoming so crucial to our success as business owners, as marketers, as content creators, because it's no longer about selling mm-hmm. and it's no longer about creating content. It's about creating a relationship with every single follower you have. It's about yep. creating a relationship and a connection and building on that connection with every potential customer and selling and content are just the tools to help you do that. Right. And I'm seeing on my end, I definitely sense the overwhelm. So on that side of the spectrum, I'm, I'm encouraging my audience to explore other avenues, other strategies to connect with your people. Cause if you're overwhelmed by social media, then that maybe that's just not the place for you right now. And that's fine, but you, you've got things like email marketing, SEO, like you can do so much with just those two things. And then on the other side of the spectrum, I agree, like with video and audio, like that's quality content and people are starting to see, at least I'm seeing a shift with more people wanting to do organic marketing and seeing the value of that versus throwing money at ads. And I'm like, this is literally what I've been teaching for 10 years. Forever, right? I've been saying it for so long and now it's our turn. (laughs) Yes, finally. So, um, and I think too, um, video and audio, like Clubhouse and Reels and TikTok and all that, they're just, they're more engaging, they're more fun. And they're honestly, once you get the hang of it, easier. Like you're not sitting down to like think through words. You're just talking. (laughs) It's interactive, right? Yeah. That's where your content has to be now. It has to be interactive. It's Mm -hmm. not about getting a like anymore. It's about having people actually like, you know, on reels and TikToks and stuff, you, you want them to watch it again right? Mm, You want mm -hmm. them to save it for later. You want them to leave a comment. I mean, it's so much more than tapping a little heart button now. Yeah. That's no longer. Yeah. I agree. I haven't seen that as a viable metric for quite some time now. You know, um, if I, if I am invited to do an opportunity, like, um, a podcast or a summit or speaking, like I do not give a shit about likes. (laughs) I'm like, I don't care about your followers. I don't care about your likes. What I care about is the engagement. Like show me the hard data that says people are opening your emails. They're viewing your videos so that this is going to be worth my time. And that's what I'm encouraging all of you listeners and everyone out there um, who follows Haley and I to do is like dig a bit deeper into the stuff that scares you like that um, because there's so much value in it. Now on that note, I know you've been really having a great time on Clubhouse, huh? (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's the best. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still like nervous to use it. I've been in there a few times, but- I love um, it so much. (laughs) Yeah, I think I went on one of yours and I I think like I heard you shout me out and I was like, oh my God, like am I- Am I on? <laughs> I remember I was yeah. like, come up here. And you, you were like, no, <laughs> not was, at all. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny because I'm a marketer, but there you guys, I'm still a human being. There are things that I'm still personally nervous it's about. Wracking. It's nerve wracking. I yeah. love it though. I love it. Yeah. So you've been on it since it came out. Right. And so you've really seen it grow and you're consistently like hosting your own rooms and yeah. 
doing that. So tell us a bit about kind of the value that you're seeing from there, because now, you know, from this conversation, we're encouraging people to do more video and audio. Um, so how can they do that with clubhouse? Like, oh my what, gosh. Give us some I'm tips. Yes. I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, I could, I could nerd out on clubhouse Here we go. all day. Yes. Um, yeah. So I do think it's kind of, it's interesting to watch people because it is nerve wracking, right? Like you're literally, it's kind of like, you know, if you've ever gone live for the first time, that was nerve wracking. Oh and God. that was just you kind of talking to your screen and you know, people are watching you, but you can't see them or hear them. So yeah. this is like even almost even more nerve wracking because it's like, well, they can't see me, but they can literally hear me if I mess up. <laughs> so, um, it, it's interesting, but I, I got on right during the, the big boom of it back in December mm-hmm. and kind of felt it out for like a month and then started hosting my own rooms. And I was like, I don't even know like what to host on. So I'm just going to get my guests from that. I've had on the females on fire podcast, invite them to come over here, co-host these rooms with me. And we'll just talk about marketing and social media and press and whatever else. And you know, all these business things. And it started going really well. And then I started making clubhouse friends and I was like, okay, cool. I can start to integrate these people as moderators. And it's just been really fun. And I have met and just made connections with some of the most incredible people, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is, is the whole point. Right. And that's why I'm so into social audio. And, And for me, it's specifically clubhouse. I know now, uh, Spotify came out with its own version called green room. I'm not as big a fan of that one personally, yeah. but some people are, uh, Facebook is coming out with their own yeah, version. I saw the that this thing. week. Yeah. Oh it's God. a whole thing now. It's a big trend, but, um, I'm, I'm a clubhouse lover through and through. So I'll stay with it till it probably dies. Um, but I'll, I'll go down with the ship if it Good goes down, you. but I don't <laughs> see it going anywhere, but, um, but I love it because everything we just talked about with, you've got to be interactive. You've got to be able to build connections this is your opportunity to Mm -hmm. do that. And you can show up with literally no like conversation planned necessarily. I would recommend you plan something, um, especially if it's your first time, but you can show up and just let the conversation roll. And it happens like people come in and they bring thoughts to the table and, and they've come in with questions and it, before you know it, you've spent an hour or two in a room. And Mm -hmm. you'll find those people that want to moderate with you. And you'll find those regular people that show up to your room and, and all of, and even just jumping in other people's rooms is a cool way to make connections. And the cool thing about it is that everybody that wants to know more about you or that you connect with, they're heading over to Instagram because clubhouse doesn't have links. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. its own DM feature. They're heading over to Instagram. They're following you there. So you're automatically growing your Instagram. They're DMing you. It's opening the door to that relationship that we talked about. Yeah. And yeah, that's I love the it. coolest part. And I've gotten, it's not just connections. I've been on podcasts. I've spoken for summits. I've literally done several collaborations. Now I have gotten clients just from this app of people saying, Hey, found you on clubhouse. So yeah. it's been an incredible experience just for the connections, for the audience growth, for the revenue. I've got more people on my email list. Like, I mean, everything you've ever wanted from growth, it, you can easily get it from this one app, yeah. which is crazy. 
Well, and that's just another prime example of what it means to be an early adopter, you know, because one of the things I noticed when I was first on Clubhouse was the big players in the game, like the Amy Porterfields, the Marie Forleo's, they, we all start at zero. When a platform is new, we all start at zero and they were building their audiences at times slower than other people like you. And that was like, I'm sure getting them into your rooms. I know other people who had those big players in their rooms and now they're on their podcasts and it's like unheard of. Whereas without this, this uh, type of tool, you would have had to go through, you know, the whole rigmarole, submit the application, pitch, wait to hear a reply, pay. Like, um, so it's really interesting how it's just encouraging people to engage in new ways and, What I love is I feel like podcasting started this, you know, like podcasting, it's been around for, for, yeah, like it's been around for a minute, for several years. And it wasn't until like the last five years, I feel like people were like, they were starting to get trendy again and people Mm -hmm. were starting their own. And I mean, that's voice. So if you, if you're thinking like for me, like for me, how I was thinking was, okay, like think of the lifestyle of a consumer. They're always on the go. Like they don't always have time to scroll and all that jazz, but they have time to hit play on a podcast or something while they're driving in their car. Exactly. And there are creators out there who just jumped on that. And they're, you know, it's so interesting how audio has just evolved into things like clubhouse and it's, really powerful. So yeah. And likewise, I've heard of, um, people on clubhouse who got exactly what you're saying, like speaking gigs that they never could have podcast interviews, press. I've seen huge, like brand deals happen in rooms. And I will, I will say it's like every other app, like there are those rooms that you just don't want to hang out in. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but what I think is cool is what we're finding on clubhouse is it levels the playing field. Mm -hmm. So a little bit like you were saying, everybody starts at zero, but what we're finding is some of those bigger people, like the Amy Porterfields and the Marie Forleo, they don't have a lot of time necessarily to just be on this app all the time. And so what we're finding is some of the bigger people on clubhouse weren't big people before clubhouse. Yeah, And so, and it's, But what you're realizing is these are people who are, they're already millionaires or they're already running six figure businesses, or they're already really notable people. We just didn't know about them before. And And so it really just levels that playing field out so much where you really can create an authority for yourself in a space, even with Mm -hmm. a small following or even, you know, not having a lot of experience on social media in the past and things like that. So that's what I love about it. Yeah, me too. And, um, kind of on that same note, it's like really cool because the people who are really successful like you on clubhouse right now are those who run their own ship, you know? So like you can't have a team member run your clubhouse. I mean, you can, but it's not the same experience. So when you're logging into a room, it's like, oh my gosh, Haley is running this room. Like she's here. This is awesome. I'm here. It's like your voice, your brand. It's not like your assistant doing it. Like so many of these other big game players have huge teams to help them with emails and all. And on that note, like just kind of building onto that, 
you're kind of finding out who people really are, right? Yeah. Like there are so, oh, I mean, yeah. let's talk about that for a second. Yes, There's, please. I mean, Instagram is a highlight reel. Let's, yes. let's be honest. You can create the best content. You can have the most gorgeous pictures. You can be super consistent, show up all the time. But is that really you? Like, is mm-hmm. you like you popped in and you were like, look at my morning routine and you had a filter. Is that really what you look like in the morning? Is that really mm-hmm. how your day is going? Is that like, we don't know. It's a highlight reel. And half, of, like half of these people have social media managers. They have virtual assistants. They have a big team that's putting this stuff together for them. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like I, I have my own clients that I do social media for. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, when you hop on Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, any of these other platforms, you don't actually know who wrote that post. I was just going to actually yeah. know if that photo is what they even really look like anymore. Or if it's like a branded photo shoot they paid for three years ago, you have no mm-hmm. real clue. And I know we can hop on stories and lives and you get to see people's really face and real face. And that's the power of video, but you know, I mean, if I put on all my makeup and I get my little ring lights and I look really good for 30 minutes on a live, that's not indicative of who I am as a person 24 seven. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you could sort of say the same about clubhouse, but what we're seeing is these people who are spending massive amounts of time on the app. I mean, that's their voice. That's their energy. That's their personality. And the people who are really thriving and I don't have the most massive following, but I will say my rooms are popular and it's because I know how to host a room. I am constantly trying to cheer for other people and just be helpful. And that's what a good room is about. And I make it fun. I have a very bubbly outgoing personality. I have lots of energy. I play music in my room so we can have little dance breaks to make it fun. I hate my voice. I hate the sound of my voice. I always have. No, I've always hated it. I'm a God awful singer. Like I'm the worst singer on the planet (laughs) because I have a horrible voice, but I get on this app and I don't even think about that because people show up because they love my personality. They love my energy. I've been asked to be a moderator. I've gotten other opportunities because of my energy. And that's what we're seeing people bring to the table is now people are getting known for their energy for their personality, for the way they so authentically show up on this platform. And that's something you wouldn't have ever been able to get just from Instagram. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what's, that's what's so cool about it to me. And what really levels the playing field is if you really feel like you don't know all the marketing trends or you're not the best at social media, you don't understand hashtags or whatever clubhouse could be a perfect place for you to start because Mm -hmm. all it is, is showing up and being like, here's who I am. Here's what I can talk about. Come join me. Let's have a conversation and you'll grow that way. Yeah. And the the level of authenticity on platforms like clubhouse is just like what you're saying. It's just a hundred percent greater than anything else out there right now, because Instagram is like a veil. Like you're saying it's, it's, you just don't know it's true. And copycat culture is bigger than ever. I see people reshare stuff all the time. That is not theirs. They're not crediting anyone. Like then I'm like, okay, well, you're we've seen big people in the, in the last, let's face it in the last like year and a half, we have seen big names 
go down for stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And they can't, you know, then it's like, all right, did you really write this post? You know, the post sounds great. The picture is nice. Like you have a beautiful aesthetic, but (laughs) (laughs) is it, is it you? So clubhouse, because it requires, you know, it's live. It's like, it's audio. It requires you to be on the ball. Like there's no way you can like read a script or fake it or copy what someone else is saying. It's like this, such a unique level of credibility that we're bringing to the table. I find it's like venting people out. And, um, something that I find too is, um, kind of on the other side of this is, people get scared to try new things. They see like when TikTok came out, they're like, oh my God, what do I do? And then Clubhouse came out and everyone was talking about invites and they're like, "Uh, another thing I have to join. And I'm like, okay, well then stop complaining about, you know, not getting the engagement you want on Instagram when you're not trying any other new stuff. Your people, you're saying that they're not on things like TikTok and Clubhouse, but you're not trying it. So how do you know? Exactly. 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 And it's just about finding your strengths. Mm -hmm. So if Instagram is not working for you, ask yourself, why is it because you're not a good content creator over there? I mean, you know, like you've got to be willing to admit that yourself. I'm a, I'm not a good content creator on TikTok. I don't yeah. understand all the buttons either. <laughs> and I don't, I, I don't even understand. Like I, I know how to look for the popular, like trending sounds, and so, but I don't, I really don't. I, yeah. I know nothing of TikTok, and this is not an invitation for anybody to come help me. Cause I don't want help. I just yeah. don't, it's not my thing. I'm, I'm sort of randomly posting, reposting my reels over there. Yeah. They're not working at all, but they're there. And I literally, my, my TikTok bio says I'm better on Instagram. That's what it says. (laughs) I love it. Because I know that I know that. And when you can own that and you can find those platforms Mm -hmm. that really are where it's at for you, that's when you're going to start to see success. And it's like, you're saying, if you're not willing to step out and try it, how are you ever going to find out if it was the right one for you or not? Yeah. And you know, what really blows my mind. I say this all the time. Um, on when I'm interviewed for stuff, I, I feel like I always bring this up. I'm like, you guys, these platforms are still free. Like it's yeah. free. It's, it's fucking free. Like, I don't know when they're going to start charging us to be on clubhouse. If it's going to be membership, Instagram, all of that. Like we, you never had all this stuff and they can change it. They can take it away at any time. And are yep. people still going to use it? Are they going to be as engagement heavy? And no, they're not. So now is the time to build up that content and get people into yes. your corner of the internet, wherever yes. that is. Hopefully that's your email list, you know, and over to your website, but you just can't do it by trying one thing. You got to try all this Preach. new stuff. Yep. Great. So I mean, just, this, this is the low hanging fruit. If you want totally. the easy option, like, yeah, it's not easy. There is a strategy to it. And you know, it does take some work. But this is the low hanging fruit right now. Social media is the free, you know, people talk about pay to play, but you don't have to. There is a way to organically go see that growth and find that community and get those leads, but you've got to just jump in and do it. And I'm with you. Like, you never know what's going to happen with these apps tomorrow. You can build a following like crazy, but if, if you're not converting them to leads, if you're not doing a good job of actually grabbing that low hanging fruit and getting them on an email list or a text list or into your community or whatever, 
then you've got nothing. We don't own these followers. (laughs) Yeah, I know it's freaky. And I just, that's why I'm always, I feel like I'm, it's always tough love for me because I care so much about people succeeding. It's like, then I, my heart breaks when I see a visit, another business is closing. Someone else is giving up and shutting down their Instagram because they can't handle it. And I just want to see them succeed. I need to see them succeed. And people are like, oh, you know, of course, starting a business is so exciting. You have so much newness. It's shiny object syndrome. And when they're like looking for exposure, you know, it's fun in the beginning. And then when it slows down, they're like, oh, I'll just buy ads. And I'm like, it's not like that anymore. And like, oh my gosh, I think back to when I was first starting in the PR world a decade ago, like you could get on Facebook and start an ad campaign and you would get so much engagement. It was worth it. Now I'm like, uh, <laughs> you're literally just might as well just throw your money in the toilet. I don't know. Seriously, unless unless you mean, have like a six figure budget, I, I guess I don't get it. So I, it, and it's because of these, these platforms, they're encouraging this organic stuff, Yeah, you know, because that's how virality happens. They want people exactly. to keep going viral because they make more money. They get more advertisers. Exactly. So, yes. um, it's, it's just important, you guys, whether you're in marketing or not, like think about this stuff. It's not just being in your own little shell of your Instagram app on your phone or your clubhouse app on your phone. Like think about the bigger picture here and how society is evolving, not just in the social media and marketing landscape, but overall, like considering things like the pandemic, are people inside so they're online more? Are they now going outside? Like what season is it that they're maybe their posting times are different? So you got to keep that stuff in mind as we move forward. And the best way to be successful is to just be flexible and try new things. Um, yeah. I don't know if you agree with that, but that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, you can't be married to one program, one yes. platform, just yes experiment. No one knows that like what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, you, you touched on something there that I, I just have to say this. If you're in business, you are a marketer. Mm-hmm. You may not be a marketing expert. You may not be a marketing coach. You may not be an authority in the marketing space, but you like it or not are a marketer yes, because ma'am. you have to market your business. So if you're like, oh, well, I don't like conversations about marketing because I'm not a marketer and I'm not, you are, you Mm -hmm. are. And if you're not willing to think about these things, like you were saying, and listen to these conversations that are happening, I was talking about listening to the chatter. What are people talking about? What are people interested in right now? Like, where does the chatter look like it's moving to? Mm -hmm. Because as marketers, we know that chatter, it's going to become something that chatter. It's going to be the next big thing. That chatter is going to be where it's at that chatter can shut down apps tomorrow. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. And if you're not listening to that, if you're not paying attention to these conversations that are happening and, and kind of drawing your own conclusions and doing your own research, then your business is not going to be successful. And I hate to say that. I know it sounds so negative and so like, but at the end of the day, you either have to learn to be a good marketer or find the right person that's going to help you market your business, exactly. right? Yeah. And again, that's having the money to do that and finding the right person for you and for your business and who knows what they're doing and all those things. So if you're not in a space where you can do that and grow your team that way, you've got to become a decent yeah. marketer. You don't yeah. have to be amazing. You don't have to be a marketing coach or anything like that, 
but you've got to be a good marketer. And I think you brought it like full circle. You've got to be adaptable, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to be willing to jump in, listen to these conversations that are happening, try new platforms, try new strategies, you know, figure out what works really well for you and for your audience. And how do you market that? And how do you scale that? And how do you move them off of that platform in case it does go away tomorrow? In case Mm -hmm. the chatter does get to it tomorrow, how do you do that? And if you can do that and you can be adaptable, then you will succeed. Like there's no doubt to your success because you are adaptable enough to stick with it. And unfortunately, what we see a lot of is businesses closing their doors because the owner was like, well, I quit. Yeah. I'm giving up do because it. they mm-hmm. weren't adaptable. You've yeah. got to be adaptable. Well, and it's, you know, the platforms themselves may be complicated until you get the hang of it, but people are simple. Like you just need to talk, like, how are you communicating with people? Look at every area of communication with your business, whether you're a brick and mortar or you're an online business, how are you connecting with people? Because humans are, yeah, we're just, we're programmed for connection. Like look at all of the stuff that went viral in 2019 and 2020 because of the pandemic and people being stuck at home. Like I've never seen more memes about (laughs) not being able to socialize in my entire life. And that's like telling you that people literally need and want to be around other people and connect with other people. So if you provide them with a platform to do that, um, you know, if you're doing videos and you're doing audio and you're just experimenting, you're drawing people in. And there's just, like you said, there's nothing wrong that can come from you doing that. Yeah. People want to be seen, heard and understood. And if you're the person making them do that, then they're going to buy from you. They're going to follow you. They're going to follow you over to whatever new platforms you jump onto, right? Yeah. That's you're just that's being you're, a human. Yeah. That's what you're creating. You're not creating an Instagram strategy where you go grow a bunch of Instagram followers. Right. You're creating a community who just happens to be with you on Instagram, but they're willing to hop over to your email list, to your website, to your podcast, to your text community, to whatever you've got to build that community. Mm-hmm. And that's all it's about is letting people know that you're there. You're a real person. You're authentically who you are and you genuinely want to help them. And when they yeah. feel seen, heard and understood, they feel like they can know, like, and trust you. We hear those words all the time. Yep. They will become part of that community and you'll see that success. Yeah. People buy from people they like, from people they trust, <laughs> from people they know, just like you said, yes. but there's, there's no way that you, you can achieve those things and they can find you if you're not out there being exactly. yourself. So yeah, that's a great point. And I, I was going to ask you too, um, how many talks that you've given over your career about marketing, where at the end, if you, if you've ever done Q and A's, like I know when I do talks, I always like to do a short Q and A where people are like, this sounds great, but I, it's a lot of work. Like, I don't know, like, can I do, if marketing's right for me. And that goes back to what you were saying before. It's like either figure out how to do it yourself or hire out or close your business. (laughs) There's no alternative here. There's no number I could put on that because you get that question all the time. And you're like, how sarcastic do I want to be right now? Like, you know, like how do, how do I really want to answer this? And always you're just like, Oh, come on. Like, yeah. I mean, 
you took the, the risk and the step to start this business, even if it's yeah. just a side hustle and you still got your full-time gig, you, you stepped out and started this business. That was new, right? Mm-hmm. You weren't afraid to try something new then. So yeah. why now? Why with these platforms are you so afraid? What are you afraid of? Mm -hmm. Like you came all the way to the marketing seminar (laughs) and you took notes and then you're going to ask me that question. And it's like, I wonder why you don't have the engagement or the sales that you want. So Mm. I'm not trying to bash you guys or like make you feel bad, but at one point or another, like you have to realize that again, your success is 100% your responsibility here. And if you're not doing or wanting to do marketing yourself, you need to find help to make sure that you're getting that going. Um, But even still with help, like you can't pay someone to be you. Like you need to step in and back to what we were saying with the personal branding and authenticity stuff with Clubhouse, like you have to raise your voice you have to like use your voice at some point or another. So um, whether that's you coming out of your comfort zone or just coming up with some sort of plan of action, it's if your business is really what you want and you're in your passion and you don't want to give up on it, then you have to do everything in your power to, yes. to just show up, like shine your light. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. You just, you have to keep going. You have to be adaptable. Yeah. Just like you were, right? Gosh, yes. Just like you were all those years ago. It's only been, that's what blows my mind. It's only seven years ago. And now look where you are, you know? And it's just, I love hearing that stuff. So for all of you guys who are listening and maybe you're interested in trying something new like Clubhouse, Haley's got a free goodie for you. Do you want to talk about that before you go? I can, yes. (laughs) Awesome. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if you want to check out clubhouse, I do have a free guide. It's called the clubhouse blueprint. Um, you can grab it by going to haleyluckadoo.com slash C H blueprint. It's totally free. It's going to help you get started with, you know, here's what clubhouse is. Here's what it looks like. Here's what all the buttons do. Um, just so you know, and here's how to moderate really good rooms and build these really good connections. Here's some tips you need to know going forward. And that'll really get you started. Right. So at least you're not hopping in a room, like where's the mic button. I don't know what to do. Like it'll give you a good idea. (laughs) And if you're already on clubhouse, but you're just not utilizing it well, this will still be a really good resource for you with those moderation tips and just how to build those connections. So it's a, it's a cool little thing. So go grab it. It's fun. So then, um, quick question there. So for everyone who feels like super jazzed right now to join clubhouse, is it still invite only? Like how would someone get on? Is it, it is still invite only, but okay. my gosh, you can find an invite. Yeah. I feel everywhere. like now it's like, they're everywhere. I, I personally have 20 that I'm just sitting on right now because Same. it's like, well, I don't have anybody else to invite. Um, yeah. and most people that have clubs on clubhouse, like I have the females on fire club clubs get like a thousand invites if they mm-hmm. use their link. So you can find an invite. Trust yeah. me. Like, <laughs> me up. If you don't have one, find me on Instagram. Be like, I need that clubhouse invite. I got you. Totally. Same here, guys. <laughs> if you need one, I've got a few, probably not as many as Haley, but I can spare a few uh, to help you guys out <laughs> if you're really into it. So I will uh, link to all of this in the show notes so that you guys have it. 
um, including Haley's website and her Instagram and clubhouse handles, all that jazz. So you can stay in touch with her. She is an amazing resource. I know we could talk forever and we're going to have to do <laughs> several different, we should make this an annual thing. We as, should. As time really should. We'll just do yeah. a podcast swap once a year and be like, what's going on in the marketing world this year? Yeah, we should do that. That would be really, really fun. Should. Okay. <laughs> done and done, but I will have a baby on my chest at some point <laughs> in a baby carrier. Hey, that works. That works. <laughs> we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Awesome. Haley. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I am just thrilled that you uh, decided to have a conversation with me. I know life is crazy, but um, you are wonderful. So thank you as always for hooking it up. Oh, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah. Now go out there and bloom boldly wherever you're planted by staying rooted to what matters. And remember that you've got this and I've got you. Did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com. For more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me, there's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more. And if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is Brandon Bloom Pod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M-S-L-I-Z-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you.